Whether you are in the early stages of investing, getting ready to retire, or planning your estate, you need a financial planner who will guide you on a clear path with honesty and transparency. Shoreline Wealth Management provides clarity through the complexity. Shoreline's system is straightforward. They will understand your financial circumstances, identify goals, analyze current plans, and customize a path to position you to reach your goals. Shoreline Wealth Management is your financial anchor. Visit ShorelineWealth.com for more information today. ShorelineWealth.com. Securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA. SIPC. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. Welcome to the Financial Wake Up Call podcast. I am Vin Abenu, simply setting the stage for Dave Crossan, your host of the Financial Wake Up Call podcast, week after week, diving into different financial topics. And he's he's excited for this one today, I am. this week, I'm folks. I'm fired up, right? You guys get to get ready. Brace yourselves, people. Here we go. Dave, no. what's what's cooking on the Financial Wake Up Call podcast? Okay, okay. Well, I felt this was an important topic. Of course, I think all the topics we discuss oh, are sure, important. Yeah. But we've seen a lot of volatility in the stock market. Oh, yeah. And this is a time where I see a lot of people making mistakes where they're going to pull out of the market because it's going down and then it starts to go up. So they sell when it's low and they buy when it's high. And that's not a good way to invest in. And unfortunately, a lot of people do it. So what I figured I would do today is to talk about common investing mistakes, mistakes Mm. that a lot of us make uh, simply because of different reasons out there. Uh, somebody, a neighbor told you it was time to buy the stock or sell the stock or somebody who is not familiar with your situation is giving you guidance. I mean, there's so many different re- reasons out there uh, for people to make mistakes. So I figured, you know what? Let's go over some common ones. There you go. Let's do it. Yeah. Here it is, Vin. Dot, dot, right. dot, dot, dot. Ready? <laughs> Number one, not investing at all. Okay, so think about this, Vin. Okay. So the stock market on average uh, has returned historically about 9 to 10% a year. It's a Mm. good number. Now, of course, there's going to be years that it's going to go negative. There's going to be years that it's going to do more than that. But on average, that's a good stock market overall performance. Yeah. So a 25-year-old, Vin, if they took... $100 a month and simply invested into an S&P 500 index fund. All right. That's a good broad uh, basket of good quality stocks. The Mm. S&P 500, $100 a month starting at age 25. And they did that until say they retire at say 65. Okay. All right. How much money do you think they would have? Mm. Think about it. Now, let's say- Good amount. Okay. (laughs) And we won't get into any, let's say, a taxable account or to any tax consequences purely on appreciation. Right. What do you think? Throw a number. Hmm. Don't know. Let's see. $100 a month, age 25, going to retirement, doing that every month. Today, we are, say, 65. Survey says 500,000. I like the number, but I want you to double it. Mm. Million dollars. That was my second yeah, guess. Approximately a million dollars. <laughs> now, again, depending on how you have that invested, uh, you would simply, and, and this is the beauty of it. So let's say you had an S&P 500 index fund. 
when the market's down, you're buying more of it. When the market's up, you're buying less of it. The mm. point of the story is you're taking advantage of the dips. You're what they call dollar cost averaging. You are buying gradually over time that if the market's lower, you get more. If you the market's higher, you get less of what you're buying. The point is you're averaging off your costs, so you're taking advantage. So again, like I said to you before, the stock market on average has been about 10% a year. Again, there'll be low years, there'll be higher years. The point is you diligently invest. So why did I say one of the big mistakes that people make is not investing, especially for the younger generations, the people that are starting off, you know what? Can't do $100, do $50, do $25. Mm. Put something to work in there for long term. And what I tell people is you can simply set up an account. It could come right out of your bank account from uh, you know the 15th of the month or whenever you get paid or whatever the situation is. Add money, put it to work, take advantage of the dips. And again, especially if, if you have a long term uh, time horizon, it gives you a nice opportunity to take advantage of it. The other thing too, Vin, is for people that are um, investing in their 401k or contributing to their 401k, mm. I always tell them if your company is matching a percentage, I'll make up a number, 4%, 3%, take advantage of it. You are being given money from your company. So at least do a contribution to your 401k that goes in line with whatever the max matches, whatever the company's willing to contribute up to, make sure you at least do that contribution if you can. Makes sense. It's free money. Yeah. If you don't, let's say they match up to 3% and you're only doing two, well, guess what? They're only going to go up to two because that's all you're putting in. So you want to go to at least the match. So I would tell people that have 401ks and they're making contributions is to make sure that if your company is matching, to at least contribute to that match. You're leaving money on the table if you're not. Okay, Vin? Mm. So yeah. Here, yeah. Yeah. So here we go. Here's another one, Vin. Oh, boy. You ready? Here we Stretching go. Stretching for this one. Here oh. it is. <laughs> it's time in the market, not timing the market. Mm. Okay. For a lot of people, they get nervous. Like I mentioned earlier on, they get scared, they sell. And then the market goes up, they buy back. So they're selling low and they're buying high. The idea is to diligently participate in the market. Now, again, if you have short-term needs, different conversation. You're telling me you're looking to buy a home in six months to a year. Well, no, that does not need to be invested in the stock market. It shouldn't be. That should be somewhere safe, like a savings account or money market where you can get access to it and you make some interest. I did some research, Vin. I got mm. numbers for you. Oh, you here we numbers? go. Here we go. You got numbers. We got numbers here. Here we go. All right. So what I was saying is 78% of the stock market's best days are during a bear market or a negative performance stock market. Ah. So for a lot of people, when they miss key days, let's say they're trying to sell their stocks or their mutual funds and buy back at another time because they're trying to time it, right? it can backfire. And I have more numbers to support that. Oh. Here we go. You ready? Listen up. So what I did, Vin, I went from 1993 to 2022, to the end of last year. There you go. And I said, David, if you had invested $10,000 in the S&P 500, a nice broad range of different good quality stocks, mm-hmm. all right, 
I invested $10,000. And like we, we talked about before, an average stock market return is about 9 to 10%. Okay, again, you're going to have up years, down years, but on average. If you just invested 10000 again, I'm not including any taxes with this. I'm pure performance. That 10000 from 1993 to 2022, what do you think that number went to? I'm putting you on the spot today, Vin. You're like mm. looking at me like, Dave, what are you doing? Here we go. 10,000 mm. grew to what? Rough idea. Rough number. Mm. 100. I like that. We're going to go to 158. I'm going to just round mm, off the there numbers. There you go. So 10,000 would have gone up to about $158,000. Okay. Wow. But what if I was thinking during that time, you know what? The market was coming down. I mean, think about different cycles, Vin. You know, during that time frame from 1993 to 2022, you had the dot-com bubble where all these dot-com stocks, a lot of them went out of business. A lot of money was lost there. You had 9-11, okay, you, in 2000, 2001. You had the financial crisis, the housing crisis in 2007 to 2008 where the stock market went down 34%. Mm. You had the 2020, the pandemic. Yeah. You had the S&P 500 at one point down 34%. So you're thinking, well, David, I wish I could have timed this and got out of the market. Well, okay. Like I said, during that time frame, if I just would have left things alone and I was fully invested during these terrible events in the market, I took 10,000, I ran up to 158. 158,000. Not bad. Just staying the course, staying in the market. Now, Vin, what if I tried to time it and I missed the best 10 days of recovery? Because you're going to have points where there's strong market performance. And I was trying to time the market in a way that I was trying to avoid the downturns. Mm. My return went from 10,000, I should say the performance went from 10,000 and instead of it going up to 158, if I would have left things alone, I only got up to 72,000. Hmm. A difference of 54%. Wow. Just yeah. for missing the 10 best performance days of the stock market. How about we go 20 days, Vin? That 10,000 goes lower. Would have only gone to 42,000. Oh. 73% difference oh boy. to the negative from the top where I said if we just left it alone, right, right. which we didn't. All right, Vin, if we missed 30 days, 30 of the best days during that time frame, my 10,000 would mm. have grown to only about 26,900. Oh boy. A difference of 93, or excuse me, 83%. Oof. So again, it's not time in the market, it's time in the market. Mm. You're be you being in the market, investing, Again, the idea behind it is to take advantage of dips in the market if you can, right. if not to ride through it. And again, I want to make this very, very clear. For people that have shorter term needs where they need the money, six months, a year, year and a half, two years, you don't want to be in the market because if there's a bad swing in the market, there's a negative performance and then you need that money, well, you don't want to be in that situation. No. But for people that are investing for their retirement you know, six years, seven years, eight years down the road, 20 years, whatever the number is, longer term, you want to have some exposure in that direction. Again, this is a, a conversation to have with a financial advisor to look at what is your time horizon? What is your risk tolerance? What kind of risk are you comfortable with? The idea being that the financial advisor would go over what is appropriate for your investing style, your risk tolerance. And again, it's your money. You make the call. 
But the idea being is like, okay, hey, you have this amount of time. This would be appropriate based on your age, based on when you need this money and to set up a diversified portfolio. And that brings us to our next one. Mm. Don't put all your eggs, Vin, in one basket, okay? Don't just say, okay. hey, I like this one stock and that's the only direction I'm going to invest. Well, guess what? What if something happens to that stock, Vin? Good question. Well, then you're out. The idea behind it is to be diversified. Either it'd be through an index fund, which has a bunch of different stocks or different sectors. Again, based on your time horizon, your risk tolerance to make the appropriate decision with a financial advisor to make sure you're you're spread out. Again, do not put all your eggs in one basket. And I always say this, don't go to a barbecue and your neighbor who knows everything, who <laughs> has invested in all his stocks, go up. Be careful of that because you get into those conversations right, where right. somebody's like, you know what? You got to buy this stock. I bought it at a dollar and now it's $300 or whatever. I'm being extreme, of course. Yeah. But just be careful because what that can do, Vin, is that can derail your plan. When you have a long-term plan, don't get caught up in the emotion of the market. And that brings me to the next point. Don't let the emotions of the market dictate your next steps. In other words, I've seen too many people... They either pull out of the market when the market's low or they and then they turn around and buy it when it's high or they completely change and go in a different direction and become, say, too aggressive in one area because they got excited because a neighbor suggested that they buy a stock and then they allocate funds that were properly diversified into one area or one stock. And again, if it doesn't perform, now you're you know in trouble with that. Mm. And that goes into, you know, don't follow the crowd. Don't follow the returns have a plan with a financial advisor, let them guide you in a direction that's appropriate, again, for your risk tolerance and your time horizon. And the key thing then with investing, you have to be patient because they, there's always going to be a market that does turn negative, that does underperform. And the idea behind it is if you are invested in an appropriate way longer term, that gives you an opportunity to either add more money to those areas to take advantage of the dips or to ride through it. And I always say this to people, you go to the mall, you see that shirt you like, it's 80 <laughs> bucks and you're like, that's too much. You go back two weeks later, it's 50. Well, you feel good about it. You buy it for 50 bucks yeah. and you're in good shape. It's so funny, Finn, when it comes to the stock market, it's one of those areas when the market is going down, people get so nervous and they panic. Yeah. It's on sale. It happens. Think of yeah. it as it's on sale. Think of it as there are good quality companies that you can take advantage of that you can either ride through this negative downturn of the market or take advantage and add money to it. And like I was saying earlier uh, on this podcast, the ability to every same month add money to the market, the 401k, if you're making contributions there during your pay cycles, you're putting money to work. And if the market's down, you're able to buy at lower prices. If you're doing the right thing by at least contributing to the match that you, hopefully your company does match. And if they do, make sure you go up to that amount because that's free money. That's like a pay raise. Yeah. But again, it's not as if you're getting these contributions and they're going right in at one point. No, they're going in gradually and you're taking advantage as you're doing it like that. And that's the best way, Vin, to invest is not all at once, not all like here are my chips, I'm pushing them all in. No, it's about gradually investing taking advantage of the dips, but doing it on a periodic basis. 
And I highly suggest that for people, especially younger investors, mm. where they can say to themselves, you know what? It's 25 bucks, it's 50 bucks, it's 100 bucks, whatever they can afford. Right. Have an auto debit, have it go right into a good quality index fund and let it do what it's supposed to do to take advantage of it. And I just wanted to bring that up because for a lot of individuals, it's scary, especially some of these financial shows, Vin. You, you turn on the TV and when the market's going up, you hear, oh, that was an opportunity. You should have been in the market. And then it's like, well, why didn't I hear about that yesterday? Right. I needed that information <laughs> yesterday. And then the market's going down. Well, you should have sold yesterday. Well, what? Come on, help me out here. Yeah. yeah. So you, it, it's the emotions. Uh, it's funny. I had a good interview with a guest uh, a while back, and we talked about that, where it's that emotion. And it's, you know, you see something, you hear something, you feel that a lot of people are going in a certain direction. And we all have a tendency to want to go that direction and follow. But you know what? The best returns historically have shown that you do it during the bad times, you'll be rewarded. The numbers don't lie. Again, there's no guarantees, but right. you know what? That's why you gradually invest yeah. and not all at once. And Vin, those are my common investing mistakes I just wanted to put out put them out. There's many more. But oh, I'm just sure. saying, these are ones right now that you really got to take a, a good look. And another, another thing too, Vin, is you know if you ever do get nervous with your investments and you are working with a financial advisor, pick up the phone, send them an email, mm. get on their calendar, have a conversation. Just Absolutely. don't take action and regret it later. Make sure you, you, you call your financial advisor and you say, you know what? I'm concerned. I'm hearing this. I'm hearing that. I was just watching something on the television. Have that appointment and understand why you are investing the way you are. And if there needs to be adjustments, that's what that person's there for, to help you out during those times. There it is. Ladies and gentlemen, that is what we call a Grand Slam home run kind of is. podcast. Oh, that was fun. I really enjoyed <laughs> No, I enjoyed that topic because it's you know, something it, simple. But if you think about it, there's so many different ways we all can make a mistake yeah. because we get caught up in what we think we should do, and then we regret it later and do just the opposite of what we should have done. Well, you know, it, it was... The, the examples, but also the numbers you pointed numbers, out too, yeah, to, to help really. people understand. I think it was just important to you know relay over the message and relay the point. Like, hey, here's what you should consider. Here's what you what you, you should consider in going into the stocks when you should right. and shouldn't do things. So, I mean, there's so much that goes into it that I absolutely that many people may not understand. Well, and um, also too, Vin, I wanted yeah. to do the numbers from 1993 to 2022. That's good sample know, size. There it is. Yeah. You know, a lot of bad things happened during that time frame with the stock market. And if you would have just left it alone, you would have been rewarded. And if you tried to time the market, you're giving up basically half of your returns in that example I utilize. In some cases, even worse than that. So yeah. I mean, some of the numbers with what you could be getting back, it's like, oh. Yeah, it's significant. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dave, um, obviously a lot, lot that goes into making such a decision on what to do or what not to do here. So uh, how can people get in touch with you over at Shoreline Wealth Management to lay out the options and discuss what's right for them? Absolutely. So you can reach us at 732-902-7880. Of course, you can go to shorelinewealth.com, and we have offices in Manchester and Manahawkin. There it is. You know what? Springtime, almost summertime, just roll down the windows or, you know, you got the electronic buttons, right? Just, you know, have the windows go down in your vehicle, take a nice ride, cool breeze. And you breeze. said you went by the Manchester office the other day. I, I do. And yeah, you well, didn't come in. Well, when that I go out right. to... Uh, 
to Trenton during the week. You know, I yep. take 571 and past Shoreline Wealth Management are right over there. It's in a nice spot. I'm going to be looking out for you, Vin. I'm yeah. going to wait for your car to go past. <laughs> Vin, wait! <laughs> well, everybody, go check out Shoreline Wealth Management. Go visit Dave. Give Dave a call and discuss all this and you know, see what could work out best for you. Dave, another great podcast Thank in you. the books. Thank you. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. This information is not intended to be a substitute for individualized legal advice. Please consult your legal advisor regarding your specific situation. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. Whether you're in the early stages of investing, getting ready to retire, or planning your estate, you need a financial planner who will guide you on a clear path with honesty and transparency. Shoreline Wealth Management provides clarity through the complexity with offices in Manchester and Manahawkin. Shoreline Wealth Management is your financial anchor. Visit shorelinewealth.com for more information and start your financial journey with comfort and security today. Shorelinewealth.com. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC.